The Florida Gators have finally landed a transfer portal commitment in San Diego State offensive tackle Brandon Crenshaw Dixon. We're going to talk about it here on a bonus episode of Locked On Gators. You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Gators, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Gators your first listen of the day. Every day we are available daily and free reviews in the podcast. Happy Sunday. I'm Brandon Olson. Find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find all my written work with Whole Nine Sports, Giants Country, NFL 33. And today's episode of Locked On Gators is brought to you by Brandon Crenshaw Dixon, because yes, the Florida Gators finally made some waves and made a move in the transfer portal and landed a commitment from a player that one is at a valuable position of need, two brings valuable experience, and three can finally hush the noise a little bit about Florida doing nothing in the transfer portal, which to be fair to this point, Florida did nothing in the transfer portal. Like, like all of the criticism that this coaching staff and that this program has gotten over not having, not landing commitments, uh, not making enough moves, losing us, moving too slowly. It's all been warranted, but adding someone like Brandon Crenshaw Dixon automatically silences that a little bit, not too much. I'm not going to pretend that, you know, now this is a, a, a championship caliber program or a championship caliber team, but you got to silence it. A little bit. And and that's a very important part about adding a commitment like this. Back-to-back weeks, by the way, with a, a Sunday commitment. Um, I don't know. Was it Makai Boyro who committed just a week ago? I feel like that was forever ago. But, oh, Will Harris. There we go. That was last week. Will Harris getting hired. Uh, like I said, it, it's just a blur with this offseason. But Brandon Crenshaw-Dixon is someone that I'm very happy Florida added. If you're part of the subtext group, uh, which is locked on or sub joint subtext.com slash locked on gators. Um, you would know that Brandon Crenshaw Dixon is right at the top of my list for transfer portal OTs. So to add him is huge because last year, both tackles for Florida were bad. Like I want to get that part clear. This isn't just Damian George isn't good. This isn't anything like that. It's both tackles last year played horribly for Florida both Austin Barber and Damian George. And most people who even rotated in did not play well. I get it. A lot of people like Cam Waits. I like Cam Waits as well. He didn't play well last year. When he did play, he, he didn't play well. Let's. I, I get it. He wasn't Damian George or Austin Barber, so people want to say that he was better than he really was. He didn't play well last year. Adding in Brandon Crenshaw-Dixon, that's huge because in just 2023 alone, Brandon Crenshaw-Dixon played 405 snaps at left tackle and 258 at right tackle. He started games at both spots in 2022 started every game at left tackle in 2021 started every game at right tackle. He has over a thousand snaps of experience at both tackle spots. That's huge because now you get to play around with things during the spring. I'm not a fan of what Damian George put on film either. Personally, I think he's more of a guard than anything else. 
But if the staff is going to play him at tackle, he was better at left tackle than right tackle this year. He wasn't good at either, but he was better at left tackle. Austin Barber was not good at left tackle this year, but last year was pretty solid whenever he played at right tackle. So now you open up the conversation of Brandon Crenshaw-Dixon. You can put any tackle combination. Like, you could put the best tackle combination out there. If the best tackle combination is Brandon Crenshaw-Dixon at left tackle and Austin Barber at right tackle, so be it. If it's Brandon Crenshaw-Dixon at right tackle and Damian George or Austin Barber at left tackle, so be it. But you, which, by the way, no, none of us want them. Like, let's be clear. What we want, or at least what I want, is Brandon Crenshaw-Dixon at left tackle, Austin Barber at right tackle. I think that's your best combination that you can have if you're Florida for at least looking at the roster right now and what they're going to look like for the future. That's, I think, the best combination you can come up with here. But this is... A, an absolutely massive at Brandon Crenshaw Dixon in 2023 allowed nine pressures, nine pressures the entire season. He had three games with zero pressures, two games with two pressures and everything else was one. Nine pressures in the entire season is really freaking good. Okay. For, and by the way, the year before that he allowed 19 pressures the year before that was 16. So He's improved dramatically in recent years, or he's improved really specifically a lot this year. I think where he improved most this year was his run block because I watched some, but when when I got kind of word that uh, that that he was interested in taking the visit, I started watching some film, which is usually I wait for them to schedule a visit and then I watch their film. And I think where Brandon Crenshaw Dixon got better more was his run block. His pass blocking got a lot better. I think his run blocking got significantly better. I think that when they went with wide zone, which wasn't frequently, I think he played well there. Uh, not a big fan of him as a puller, but Florida doesn't ask their tackles to pull a ton. It's really just when they run GT counter, which is when the guard and tackle pull across and lead block. Um, when they run GT counter is really the only time the tackles pull for Florida. There's not a ton of dart. There, there's not really that kind of stuff. Pin pull, even they don't do too frequently. They do it but not too frequently, but Brandon Crenshaw Dixon is someone that I think is a, a huge, I think he's an immediate starter. And this is the kind of portal ad that I want from Florida, a group of five player who is taking the next step. Brandon Crenshaw Dixon statistically is probably going to look worse in 2024 than he did in 2023, but one, he's going to be still pretty good. And two, he's going to be better than what Florida has currently at tackle. Like you look at, what Florida had to tackle this year. And just, we'll say, just Damian George, just Austin Barber. Austin Barber missed three games. Damian George allowed 29 pressures. Austin Barber allowed 16. And again, Austin Barber missed three games. Like, that's... it's Brandon Crenshaw-Dixon allowed nine pressures all season. Damian George allowed six against Georgia alone. You take South Carolina and Georgia and Damian George's pressures... That's how much Brandon Crenshaw Dixon allowed all season. In that two-game stretch, Damian George equaled what Brandon Crenshaw Dixon allowed. Wasn't good, right? So I think that when you look at just how awful the Florida Gators tackles were this past year, you have to be happy with this. I get it. All the criticism is warranted, sure. But you have to be happy with what the tackles, with adding a tackle like Brandon Crenshaw Dixon in the portal at least at this point in, in the 
off season or in the process, right? Uh, we will talk more about the Florida Gators portal class off season in general, uh, what they can do to kind of maybe, maybe help themselves a little bit more before we talk about that with passion, drive and patience. That's what brings home the winning trophy. And it's also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, uh, led headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, Power or style, eBay Motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die. You'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And eBay Guaranteed Fit is only available to U.S. customers. Thanks again for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day, every day. We are available daily and free revenues in the podcast. Um, yes, we do have the shades out for because, yes, it's a commitment, and, and we celebrate commitments here. So, yes, we're, we're going to celebrate the commitment, finally, of Brandon Crenshaw-Dixon committing to the Florida Gators, adding a transfer portal player, and a damn good one at that. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull up the transfer portal ranking player rankings right now from on three. I do think that they do the best job with the transfer portal rankings. Uh, I think they're the quickest ones and they get out there. So adding Brandon Crenshaw Dixon big for Florida. He is the, I know he's not going to be rated highly on this, but yeah, he is the, what is that? 10th offensive tackle ish in the portal. Uh, trying to scroll out. Some of these guys I see are listed as, uh, as offensive tackles and I know that they're guards. So I know that that's not fully accurate. Um, but Brandon Crenshaw Dixon's a good one. I'm, I'm glad that Florida was able to lock him in because again, this was, this has been a, a rough off season for Florida. You're not landing a ton of commits. You haven't, you, this is your first transfer portal ad. Like you had zero up until this. So that's great for Florida to kind of get in the win column. And you addressed what per- personally I think is maybe your weakest position on, on offense. Actually, not even maybe. I think I think it's safe to say that offensive tackle was your worst position on offense. Running back, you need to add someone because you don't have a ton right now with Montrell still up in the air. We think he's going to come back, but if he doesn't, you're kind of screwed. Um, but I think offensive tackle is your worst position on offense. Second or third worst on the entire team. So I think for Florida, adding Brandon Crenshaw Dixon's a big one. Uh, people keep talking in, in the comments about D-line. Yeah, uh, D-line would be nice to add for Florida. And they're still going to have to add him. But right now you've addressed offensive line, which is something that I'll take 10 times out of 10. If, if I'm here concerned about what the Florida Gators are going to do, worried about what Graham Mertz is going to be dealing with as the quarterback next year. Yeah, I'm very happy for adding Brandon Crenshaw Dixon. I, I think that he makes your team immediately better. We can cry about how the rest of this offseason has gone. But right now, like, take a moment to accept that this staff did something positive. I don't care how you or I feel about Rob Sale, Darnell Stapleton, Billy Napier, any of it. You added a player in the portal that's going to help your team. Celebrate that. We can still be upset about everything else, but, but celebrate that you've added a player who makes your team better. Without a doubt makes your team better. And that's something to be happy. We could talk about how, yeah, you, you haven't had any other commitments. You're not even making a ton of waves right now in the portal, but 
again, you are adding players where you desperately need the help. I'm not as concerned about the interior offensive line. Jake Slaughter played fine. Like Jake, Jake Slaughter, I think, was the, the best performing offensive lineman for the Florida Gators last season. I think it was Jake Slaughter, and then I think it was Richie Leonard. So I, I think that the interior, you could still add with, or you can still have guys on roster that make impacts, whether it's Micah Mazuka coming back whether it's Naishi Harris taking the next step up and getting more snaps played because he played pretty well this year. I think the big transition for him was adjusting to SEC power on the interior of the defensive line. Um, I think that those guys gave him a little bit of a rough one there in the run game even, not, not necessarily pass blocking. I don't think that was an issue for him at all. But tackle was your Achilles heel all season. Again, 45 45 combined pressures from Damian George and Austin Barber. And again, Austin Barber only played nine games. That's really bad. It is. Um, like that, that one was tough. They combined, they gave up almost a combined 10 sacks on the season. Cam Waits, again, I get it. People like him played six games, allowed seven pressures. Tackle was a, a bad spot for Florida. Lindell Hudson was probably your best performing one. I know that the coaching staff wasn't very high on him. So there were not good tackle options. Like Austin Barber and Damian George probably were your best tackle options last year. They were horrible in 2023. There's no other way to put it. Horrible. Absolutely atrocious options at tackle for the 2023 season. So you've improved it immediately. And again, I think Austin Barber switching back to the right side is a good one. Uh, Chris, I see you say how, how the UF program has fallen. This is how I think you should approach the transfer portal. An, an OT from San Diego State. This is how you should approach the portal. You go for a group of five players who dominated at their level and are looking for a step up to SEC challenge. Like, What, what would you want? Like An OT from San Diego State, sure. What do you want? Do you want more backups from Alabama, more backups from Georgia? that aren't good enough to crack the crack the rotation. Genuinely, I, I don't know, because I feel like I think going group of five, taking a step up is the best route to go in the portal. Unless you're going out and taking starters from other schools. Unless you're going out and you're taking a starter from an SEC program or a, a starter from a high-ranking Big 12 or Big 10. Like if you're not ad, if you're not able to go out and take a starter from there, which if you're asking that, I think that's an unreasonable ask. I, I just I don't think that's a reasonable ask to go. But I will say I think the best approach is like why would you want more backups from Georgia? Why would you want more backups from know, Alabama? Like we took Damian George, we took Jalen Kimber. They never worked out at all. I'd rather take a starter from a group of five conference and, and try to bring them and that dominated at their group of five level and try to turn them into a starter at the SEC level, especially when their main thing is just, oh, I'm just looking for the next step up. Like, like Ole Miss did get two SEC teams rush ends. Yes. The one that came, the one that left from Florida said, yeah, I, I'd consider it. I'd consider coming back if, uh, if depending on who the coaching hire was and that hire still hasn't been made. He went to Pete Golding. He was at Alabama for five years. 
they go to like like if you don't have a dominant coaching staff and a coach or like a coaching staff with a fantastic reputation that's going to convince people yeah i'm a starter here but i can go be a starter there and get developed better you're not then you're not you're not competing for that you're not gutting those guys like it, it's as simple as that trevor etan we know was an nil thing we know is a want to win thing those two main things you can't sell people on that if you don't have an administration willing to let you throw that nil around or if you don't have the boosters giving you that nil and you can't you can't sell winning if you're not winning games so you can want starters from other programs all you want from other high-ranking programs all you want it's not happening until florida turns things around and going the group of five starter is way better in my opinion than going power five back you're getting experience here for what is one of the youngest teams in the sec i'm not gonna cry about like I'm not, I'm not gonna cry about something like that uh if, if I'm if I'm Florida. Like that's that's not a thing that I'm gonna sit here and and cry about. I don't know why you said D line coach is hired, bro. Has the D line coach been announced? Has the D line coach been publicly announced and hired and signed? No? Okay then. What kind of nonsense is this? Would Damian George be better at guard? Yes. I firmly believe that the plan was <laughs> Good one, Brandon. I, I support that one. I, I support that statement. Um, I firmly believe Damian George, the the plan was for him to compete for the right tackle spot with Keonta Goodwin with the ex, with the expectation that Keonta Goodwin would uh, win it, and then Damian George goes to guard. Obviously, Keonta Goodwin never uh, never like played or, or he never stayed with Florida. Obviously, he had personal things. He transferred out. Um and then Damian George is kind of thrown into the tackle spot. But I think I when Damian George signed, I thought he was going to be a guard more than a tackle. Um, so so that's there. Uh, I, I agree with you, Brandon. I do. I think he'd be better at guard, but I, I'm still not sold. But thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day for this very impromptu uh, live stream, having 132 of you in here at the moment that I'm saying this is insane. Um, it will never be lost on me that I get to do this uh, that, that this is my job. That is wild to me. But thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day every day. We are available daily and free for this in the podcast. We'll be back tomorrow or hell, if something else major happens today, we'll be back for that. For Lockdown Gators, I'm Brandon Olson. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find all my written work with Whole Nine Sports, Giants Country, NFL 33, and I will see you all tomorrow.